What's up to all my freelancers and creatives? This is Nathan with another episode of Freelance Jumpstart TV. In this episode, we're gonna get into how to create a sales funnel. Many of you may be working on an idea or a product and you're trying to think about how can you get someone to either purchase the product or maybe you have something of value to offer and you're trying to grow your audience, you're trying to grow your email list and you want to create something that is an exchange of information. Maybe you want some people's payment, so maybe that information is monetary. Uh, sometimes maybe that information is getting an email address. But how do you go about building that? That's really what we're going to dive into. So really with a sales funnel, just so that we're clear, let's start with a definition. And a sales funnel is a sequence of steps or actions that take place and guide a potential customer from introducing them to your brand to the final step of making a purchase and then the follow-up. So that's the definition of a sales funnel. And there's different types of sales funnels that exist, but just to give a quick example, uh, let's look at a commercial. So if you're watching TV, you may see a commercial. It's either going to be 30 seconds, 45 seconds, or maybe even a minute. And in that commercial, they're going to do a couple of things. They are going to introduce a product and tell you how valuable it is. So more than likely, they're going to show you how your life can be made better with this product, or they're going to show a general application of someone using that particular product. And then they're going to talk about maybe the pricing or how easy it is to get a hold of the product. And then once again, they're going to tell you where to go to purchase that product. Now, assuming you watch the commercial and made the purchase, sales funnel may look something like this. Um, you watch the commercial, you get informed of the pro project or the product. You're interested, you go to the website. You look on the website, you go directly to that particular product. The commercial already gave you a primer or an introduction. You do a little bit more reading. You purchase the product and you either have immediate access if it's a digital product or they send something to your house. And that's pretty much the whole setup of how you were introduced to how it arrives at your house. So in terms of a sales funnel, it's pretty quick because they have 30 seconds or less than a minute really just to try to convince you. So commercials have a lot going on in them and they really just serve as a reminder. And a lot of times they're one part of a larger sales funnel that exists to getting the customer to take interest and then finally purchase and commit to using your product. One thing that you have to consider when selling anything is also um, overcoming people's objections. Maybe people have some reservations about using your product. They want to know, is it really helpful to them? Is it real? Do you have any type of social proof? Um, has someone used this before? So there's certain objections people will form in their mind. And if you are doing a great sales pitch, then you will speak to those objections. But ultimately, you should also speak to those objections along the process of your sales funnel. So you have to take people from general observation, so they see what it is you have to offer, they're observing, to consideration. They're really thinking about committing, but they're not sure. And that's where you get into overcoming objections. And then after consideration, you have to get into the investment or they're actually willing to pay how is that experience is it quick is it easy um, are is there any barriers that they have to do in trying to get a hold of the product 
Um, that honestly should be the easiest part. And then a lot of people end the sales funnel at the sale, but the follow-up is just as important. So after someone purchases it, how are you reinforcing that was a good decision so they can come back and make the decision again, whether it be with a different product or a similar product. So again, you got to take somebody from observation to consideration to investing purchasing and then finally the follow-up right or the reinforcement of the fact that it was a good decision so if you're listening to this right now this is more than likely not the first time you've ever heard of a sales funnel and I don't want to just talk all theoretics I don't want to just keep things at a theory level I'm actually at my desktop right now and we're literally gonna dive into how to create a sales funnel now I'm gonna walk through something that I've been working on just to show some practical application and some thoughts that I have in creating a sales funnel just so that it makes the most sense and we're gonna walk through that but also you know just want to make this real I think a lot of times on different podcasts that I listen to and different videos that I watch uh, they give advice and that advice is great in theory and then you're supposed to take that idea and think about how it can apply to your situation but I wanted to mix a little bit of what I do behind the scenes with an actual episode so you can literally hear me think out loud and take whatever learnings you can from this episode and apply it to any type of sales funnel you are trying to set up because everything you do in trying to convince somebody to make a decision can have an actual funnel or a sales funnel to it so we're here at my desktop and just want to quickly show you something that I've been working on uh, I've been working on what I call the client process workflow and in other words I've developed a client process that I want others to follow that I found helpful in working with clients and I've created an entire lead magnet for this now for this exercise this is going to be the product that I'm selling so one thing that you have to realize as well is products are not always something that is monetary in terms of you're exchanging money between two people people view access to their email account as valuable right they may not be able to put a dollar amount on it but their attention and their email inbox is personal is private is protected and they view it as valuable so somebody giving your email address is a transaction and that's what we're going to focus on for this but I created a lead magnet um, simply just to say this is the client process now I created a whole video that walks through how I went about creating this and I'll give you the quick and short version but more specifically I looked at my YouTube analytics and I looked into what are my most popular videos right uh, ba based on well let me look at the overview but based on watch time which is one of the more important factors on YouTube when I look at the lifetime of my account so what is the most popular videos that I've had recently if we scroll down to my top 10 videos and I'm gonna zoom in look at my top 10 videos based on watch time this actually changed so uh, pricing psychology went up first but client process workflow is one of my more popular videos so it's always getting new people to view this video um, it's either about pricing or it's about client processes so I literally took the information in this video 
and I distilled it down to something that's valuable, something that they can read and absorb and take in the information instead of watching the video. And I made it look aesthetically um, nice so people can take in the information and see it. And this is my lead magnet. And as I mentioned, there's a video that you can watch and I walk you through how to do that. But this is in a sense what we are selling, what we are going to sell. I'm going to create a page where users can, you know, simply click and say they want to download this lead magnet and they will give their email address and then they'll be sent an email. But I'm going to walk through the thought process of all the steps that I came about in doing this. So in setting up this lead magnet, let's talk about the process of setting up a sales funnel. Now, normally people tend to walk through what happens in the beginning. So they say something to the effect of somebody goes to my website and then after they go to my website or maybe they see it on social media and it takes them to a landing page and then they click and say they want to download it. That's what most people do. However, I recommend building backwards. And what I mean from that is we're going to build this sales funnel backwards. We're not going to start with um, what the first step for the user is. What we're going to do is we're really going to go backwards. We're going to start with the actual thing someone is downloading and then work backwards all the way to when they first get introduced to this new lead magnet. And one of the reasons we are doing that is a lot of people, as I mentioned, they do it the front way or the way that the user journey travels. However, we're doing it backwards because it's a lot easier to create marketing material, uh, landing pages, ads on Facebook. If you're going to create a Facebook ad or ads on any other type of social media, ads for Google AdWords, Bing AdWords, uh, Bing search or whatever you're going to do. It's a lot easier if you work backwards because what is the value or what you've created that's the product when it already exists it's easier to write a page about what someone is going to receive in terms of value and then once you have those two pieces together it's easier to create advertising material from something that already exists sometimes it's difficult to try to write advertising copy or try to create advertising ads to something that doesn't fully exist yet and you know in terms of building an online course yeah that might work because you're saying what the course is going to have and then you're going to work on the course so that may work but in terms of this application with a lead magnet build the lead magnet first and then talk about what it is so in thinking about the entire process this lead magnet actually leads to something else it leads to someone getting on my email list and me developing in a relationship with them and then finally introducing them to a product that product can be a book that I'm writing that product can be an online coaching session that I offer that product may be my web design services or me analyzing their website or analyzing their business and doing an analytics report or road mapping session so there's many products that I can pitch to them however that's the end of the cycle that they've signed up for a product the beginning and the lead magnet plays a role so there's also there's like a small funnel for the lead magnet and then a little larger part of it 
that gets deep into they actually are getting an actual product from me so we're playing the long game here but let's talk about what I'm going to do and I'll just share my thoughts since I have many products let's say I am going to sell an online coaching session I have coaching sessions available and actually if you're watching this video there should be a link in the description below with a unique discount to anybody who's interested so for a coaching session that'll be made available and I'll put that in the description but um, I do offer coaching calls so that'll be the product and then I'll say this is the lead magnet just for the sake of this video this episode and this exercise so let's start at the end the very end would be somebody gets an email summary summarizing what happened on the phone call and what the next steps are so this would mean that we had a coaching call and they received the email but we're working backwards so they have an email so then that would mean I need to write the email out which will vary per person but that's something that I'm gonna do taking a step up from that last step that means I'm actually on a phone call with somebody so we are actually on a phone call we are doing a coaching call we're talking for an hour what I need to think about in terms of the funnel is how is that phone call going to be facilitated is it going to be over um, cell phone is it going to be a regular phone call where we talk on the phone um, is it going to be through Skype and we're discussing on Skype during that Skype call is it going to be recorded are we going to talk and record the call um, also is there going to be any type of screen share so I need to think about am I using Google Hangouts am I using Skype and uh, am I using something like zoom.us or any other feature those are things I need to think about because we're working backwards now and again if I've already thought about some of the more essential things it'll just be easier or at the top part of the funnel but in the bottom part of the funnel I do need to have an email summary to summarize the phone call but I also need to figure out how am I going to rec record and or facilitate that call going up from there as I mentioned we're on the phone like I said I'm using Skype or Google Hangouts to facilitate that coaching call that's fine however thinking one step ahead of that if we're on Skype how did we figure out what time was best for each of us right so that means I need to think about scheduling is that going to be handled through email are we going to do a calendar share and then we just pick uh, in thinking of this application I think it's best to consider something like Calendly they also have something called acuity scheduling as well those both work but um, the way I have it set up in my funnel I'm using calendly.com and what that does is I can send a link to somebody and they can click on the link and see the available times that I have and that syncs up with my Google Calendar so wherever I have availability based upon what I said my availability was in Calendly it'll have a lot of booking slots open for an hour and someone can choose a slot so again prior to the Skype call and talking to someone on the phone I have to figure out how I'm going to handle the scheduling for that specific call something to think about moving on from there since we're on that I mentioned somebody clicks a link and they chose a time right so then that would mean when we take a step up from there I had to send them an email right so I had to send them an email mentioning that they need to schedule a meeting right so what is that email going to say 
Uh, how do how do they need to be prepared for the phone call? And also, how do I need to make it obvious that they have to click this link to schedule a time? Otherwise, you know, there won't be another phone call. I probably need to consider writing the email and maybe even crafting a follow-up email so that it can serve as a reminder if they don't click on anything. So I probably need to set something up that says if someone gets sent an email to schedule and then they don't you know click on anything but then send another reminder saying this is a reminder to book your time so I probably need to build that in there see now what we're getting into is um, things are starting to come to light because I'm working backwards I'm thinking about the main product offering and going backwards and now new things are coming up as we talk about them so that's why I said working backwards would help so again I need to write an email inviting them to schedule a time and there probably needs to be a reminder with that as well going one step up above that more than likely a purchase happened which triggered an email being sent so again how am I going to set up the purchasing of coaching time now let's go back to my actual desktop and on my desktop I'm gonna to go to a specific link that I've already created and it's coaching right so on this page it talks about coaching so when I mention a purchase is made they are more than likely going to make this purchase on this particular web page here and they're going to choose an option hit add to cart and it has to be quick and it has to be simple they're going to choose that hit add to cart and then it'll be in their cart and they can check out right they go to proceed to checkout and then they go through the process of putting in their names or any other additional information and making payment and then they move on right so whatever that may be I need to make sure that they have that readily available and it makes the most sense for them to check out right so yeah I need to think about that as well that they are filling out the checkout and they are moving forward in the process in my case I already have this product created and the uh, billing setup is already set up using uh, something called WooCommerce. That's what I'm using to facilitate this on WordPress. So that would work. And I already have this set up. So we have that. They make a purchase. They get an email of the next steps telling them to schedule a time. They might need to get a reminder email. Then they get that reminder email. It has something they can click on so they can schedule a time for us to meet we both meet at the appointed time It's facilitated through Skype or Google Hangout it's recorded uh, we're actually talking on the phone things are great and then I send an email summary as a follow-up so that's where we are right now but there's still more to go up besides making a purchase so the question would be how do they get to this purchase page what did they do to get here and what actions took place so going up from there more than likely they view the actual landing page or product page for my particular product and you know on my desktop um, you can definitely see really quick that I've written out and set expectations for this product what's the next steps and what you need to do so I've outlined that there and that makes sense so they're gonna view the landing page and then make a decision but we got to take another step back and think about how did they get to the landing page? 
How do they get here? What happens before they get here? Glad you asked. So again, going back to the desktop, that is why I showed off this lead magnet and why I was talking about it. And if you look at this particular uh, lead magnet that I've set up, when you get to the last one or um, the last page of the lead magnet, it actually has and says, it's a call to action. You know, I'm saying, hey, the next steps can really help you, so on and so forth. Now, on the screen right now, you can see an actual book that I have to offer that could be the next step. But another thing is, I could also duplicate this and make another page and, you know, have my coaching services. I could say something to the effect of, did you find value in this guide that you read? If so, um, we can definitely talk about more things tailored to your business on a coaching call. Now, when I do that, the CTA here can go to the actual coaching call and it can take them there, right? So again, that's the thought with that, that the reason they get to the coaching landing page is because they came from a lead magnet that I created. We got to take another step up. Um, so how are they going to get the lead magnet? And again, I did a quick video about it that I'll put in the uh, description in the show notes. But how do they get the lead magnet? Um, it's available on my website. They can go to resources. And when they're there, they actually uh, look at the lead magnet and they give their email address, right? And then that's how they get into it. Now, I have to take a step up again because someone has to ask themselves, what am I using to facilitate getting the email address and delivering them the lead magnet? Well, there's two things. Um, again, that are popular one is i'm using convertkit but at this time convertkit is changing to seva.com but that's the service that i'm using i can either have them give me their email address and then convertkit seva automatically emails them this or i can have them give me their email address and it automatically redirects them to a place on my website where they can download this right taking a step up from there how did I decide on what was the best lead magnet? And again, that's why we looked at YouTube and saw that it was one of my more popular videos and I chose it, right? So again, looking at everything that I've put together, that is my sales funnel. And my advice to anybody listening is work backwards. Think about somebody has your product in their hand. Ask yourself, how did they get it in their hand? Did they buy it online? Did they go to a store? Then think about they're at the store. How did they get to the store? They saw a billboard, they saw an ad, or maybe they bought it online. Okay, when they get it online, how is it going to be delivered to them? What is the shipping? Working backwards just lets you think about things from a more objective perspective because you know things don't just happen without there being some type of trigger to it, right? When you're working the other way, you're trying to think about what might be the next step. But when you're working backwards, you're saying, well, it, the product's in their hand. They had to get it somehow. And it forces you to think about those things that may not come 
straightforward or it may not be uh, second nature. It makes you think about those things and call them out. Thank you for taking the time to check out this video. I greatly appreciate it. If you like anything I had to say, give this video a thumbs up. Um, if you have any comments to add or you want to know anything about more specifics, feel free to leave a comment below and I'd be happy to answer that specifically. Um, again, as we've been looking at this um, sales funnel, I will detail everything I wrote out in the show notes. So the actual sales funnel that I created, you can see it in action you can see how it works. And I'm going to detail that. And you saw a little bit into the mind of how I work. Not only that, but as I mentioned, the lead magnet that I created that I showed you in this video, I am also uh, going to have another video where I show you behind the scenes of how I created that and a little more of the logic of how I put that together. Well, thank you for time to check out this video. I greatly appreciate it. And I will catch you in the next episode. See you.